You are listening to Speak the Good, episode 35, Believing Big. This is the podcast where we seek the good in life, in others, and in ourselves to create an extraordinary life. This is Seek the Good, and I'm your host, Jaquel Tool. Hey friends, how are you? I'm doing good. I just got done coaching four different amazing women, and it was so fun. I love coaching, so I'm just pumped up about (laughs) all this work that we do on our minds and our beliefs and how it just makes our lives so much better. (laughs) So grateful for it. So that's, that's what we're talking about today is beliefs, and I wanted to talk about believing big because we can believe anything we want. So why not believe big, right? So first, let's talk about what a belief actually is. So a belief is just a thought that we keep on thinking, that we kind of buy into. Like we believe it, right? It's a thought that we choose to believe. And our beliefs, they guide our perception of the whole world. They guide how we experience the world and our actions and how we show up in the world. But it's important to realize that They're just thoughts, which means that we can change them. Now, there's a lot of beliefs that you have that I don't think you should change that are perfect for you and help you so much in your life. And they help you have good perceptions about the world and how you want to show up. But there are also beliefs that are holding you back. And and so I want to talk about that. So some of the beliefs that I am very grateful for that I have are... Like my belief about my purpose on earth. My purpose is to become like God in Jesus Christ, to experience and to learn and grow so that I can become like them. I think that belief serves me very well. Um, Also, I have a belief that murder is bad. (laughs) I think that belief serves many of us very well. It serves all of us very well, right? So that's another belief, though. It's just a thought, right? And... But just because things are thoughts doesn't mean they're not, like, not true. Because sometimes I think we think, well, if you're saying that's just a thought, you're saying it's not true, which it's not really debating whether something is true or not, because we're going to talk about this a little later, but just because it's a thought doesn't mean that it's true or not true, but it means that we get to decide if we want to keep thinking it or not, okay? So some beliefs that haven't served me very well that I've tried to change in the past are like, kids shouldn't suffer. (laughs) Like, this does not serve us well because no matter how hard we try to control our kids' circumstances and experiences, like, they're always going to suffer and the truth is they came to earth to suffer to have negative experiences because that's what helps us grow so that belief that kids shouldn't suffer I believe isn't actually true and I don't think it serves us well to believe that because then we try to manipulate and control things that we can't actually control another belief is that the world is dangerous When we believe the thought that the world is dangerous, then we're going to show up in the world differently than if we believed it was safe and, and 
amazing and beautiful and wonderful, right? Sometimes, I guess that could be different. Like if I'm thinking the world is dangerous and it protects me from like something dangerous, then that could be good, right? But having that thought all the time about the world is going to keep us very small and reserved and scared all the time and could not be serving us very well and our purpose, right? So another belief is that people shouldn't make mistakes. Now, I believe that this thought does not serve us very well because we came to earth to make mistakes. We came to earth with a savior. We came to earth knowing that God knew we were going to make mistakes. That's part of the plan. That's why he provided a savior. There's not one person besides the savior that came to earth and made no mistakes. Because that's not the plan. That's not part of it. It's not part of being human. Part of being human is making mistakes. So people should make mistakes. Because that opposite is true. And when I'm able to believe that, then I'm able to like forgive myself and open up more to the truth of it. Right? So one of the main tools that I use is the model. And I've talked about it before, and this was invented by Brooke Castillo, putting it together in the way that we use it. And it's really powerful. So basically, we just put our human behavior into what's called the model, which is five different lines. Our circumstances is the first one, thoughts, second, feelings is the third, actions is the fourth, and results is the fifth. Now, our circumstances, the things we put in the circumstance line, are the facts. Everyone will agree on them. And they could be proven in a court of law. But our thoughts are the things we choose to think about our circumstances. So we talk about our circumstances are neutral. And they don't mean anything until we have a thought about them. Right? So I went to a training in January with Jody Moore in Washington. I flew there for a day and like I flew there one day, we had the training the next day and then I flew home the next day. And so it was just one day training, but it was so powerful and I learned so much. And one thing we talked about was where does like God fit in the model? Well, where would we put Jesus Christ and the atonement in the model? And I raised my hand and I said, I like to put them in the C line, the circumstance line. Because to me, it's a fact. Like, I just believe that it's truth. When Jody pointed out to me and helped me realize that just because we put something in the T line doesn't mean it isn't true. So that, gave, that was so powerful for me to realize is that just because I, if I choose to put Jesus Christ and the atonement in the thought line doesn't mean that it's not true, but it just means it's a belief or thought I'm choosing to think. And the power comes in is that the C, the circumstance, can be whatever it is, and I still get to choose and believe whatever I want about it. For example, if somebody comes out with some evidence that Christ isn't true that that experience didn't happen or that he didn't really come to earth or whatever it is like if no matter what the circumstance is that they could prove in this court of law 
kind of thing. Like he came out with this fact. Doesn't matter what people do. I could still believe that Jesus is the Christ and that the atonement happened. Like he performed that. He is that. Right. And I just thought, wow, that's so powerful because I thought it was not powerful to put him in the thought line because to me that was meaning it could not be true. And for me, I want to believe that it's true and that it's a fact. And so I thought the most powerful place for me to put it would be in the circumstance line. But really the opposite is true because that means that no matter what evidence people come up with, I get to believe whatever I want to believe. And it could it doesn't mean it's not true because it's in the thought line. So isn't that so beautiful? Like we get to believe anything that we want about it, right? Like there's been evidence and people always are trying to prove that Joseph Smith wasn't a prophet, right? But I can still choose to believe that he is a prophet, no matter what evidence they come up with. Like that's my thought or that's my belief about it. That's so beautiful that no matter what, we get to believe whatever we want to believe. So I want to show how you can apply this to every area of your life. So, for example, like with me becoming a life coach, some people think life coach, that position or that job title, like is silly. And <laughs> that they don't really understand it, right? And so a lot of people have beliefs about it kind of negatively, or they might believe that you can't make any money doing it. But I get to believe whatever I want to believe. And I believe that it's such a meaningful job. That it's changing lives. And it's helping people become who they really want to be. To become more like the Savior. And that I can make money doing it. Like that it is a job. And so I get to believe whatever I want about that. Jody says something funny. Well, I thought it was funny because she's like, there's so much evidence out there that video games are bad for my kids, but I just believe that they're good for them. <laughs> like, it's good for my kids to play video games. And I kind of laughed at that because I totally believe that <laughs> video games are not the best for kids. And, but I love that she's just showing, like, those are just people's thoughts. Like, the research they've done about the video games like those are people's thoughts about it and what conclusions or thoughts they've chosen to have about it and we get to believe whatever we want about it right another example is like maybe we believe that kids should play with other kids but what if we just want to believe the opposite like there's a lot of evidence and things that kids there's something wrong with kids if they don't want to play with other kids but what if we just choose to believe that no nothing's wrong with them like they just like being around adults and we make it not wrong like we can believe whatever we want about that and if we have a child that really is struggling and doesn't really like to be around other kids but they really like being around adults if we can start believing that's exactly how they should be we're going to show up better for them we're going to show up kinder and allow that kid to have the space that they need to to feel loved and safe and and enjoy what they like doing, which is being more around adults, which there's nothing wrong with that, right? But once we can give switch our belief, then we are able to show up better and create that space for them. Another belief that we could choose to have without evidence is that our marriage is great. Like maybe you have a marriage that's struggling and you can choose to believe that it's actually great. And that 
you know, you have all this evidence built up, maybe that it should, your marriage should look a certain way. But really, no marriages are supposed to look the same. They can look completely different. And you can still believe that it's a great marriage. And if you believe that it's a great marriage, you're going to find evidence that it is a great marriage. And you're going to create more greatness in your marriage when you can believe that. Now, I'm not saying that we should just be irresponsible (laughs) in what we choose to believe. Like, I think we should explore all the angles and see how it affects people around us. But... But we get to choose whatever we want to believe. And and if it's not going to affect people negatively, let's believe it. If it's going to bring more power and and um, kindness and love in our life and, and to be more who we want to be, then let's believe it. So we can look at all the angles and believe what we want to believe on purpose instead of just accepting the beliefs that others have had or that our parents have taught us or that society teaches us that maybe aren't serving our greater good. Another thing that comes up a lot when we talk about believing something new is we want to go to our past to prove that it's not possible for us because it hasn't happened to us in the past, so it can't happen for us in the future. But that is never true. Everything that you've had in your life has come at one point first like there had never been a time that that's happened to you before it hasn't happened in your past and then it's happened like everything that you've experienced that is the truth like when you were little and you were a baby and you wanted to start to walk you couldn't look to your past and say well i've i haven't walked before so i can't walk we didn't do that, right? We just saw other people and we're like, yeah, I'm going to do that too. And we just kept trying and we kept falling. And we could we could keep kind of beating ourselves up about that and think, well, I keep falling. So I guess like in the past, I've never been able to do it. So I can't do it now. But we didn't. We just kept trying. We kept trying and eventually we walked. Same with everything. You know, in the past, I can't go to school because I've never gone to school in the past. No, that's not true. <laughs> right? Like marriage, I'm never going to get married because I've never been married before. There's a first for everything. Everything in your life has happened for the first time without it happening in your past. So stop looking to your past as needing proof or evidence that you can do something in your future or believe something new about your future because there's always a first for everything. Everything you've done, you've done without it being they're being proof for it in the past so stop looking to your past to determine your future and to determine what things you can believe or not believe just because you haven't believed it in the past doesn't mean you can't start believing it now okay so let's talk about changing the belief right so we to change the belief we can't just stop believing the old thoughts We need to also replace them with new thoughts. Because if we just try to stop saying the old ones, we don't have something to replace it with, then it's not going to, we're just going to keep defaulting to the old beliefs, right? So we need new thoughts to practice and to replace those. This will help form the new neural pathways we need in our brain to think the new things, okay? So I'm going to give you four steps and then a strategy 
to help you to do this, to help you to believe new things. Number one is to uncover your beliefs that are holding you back. So we first have to be aware. We have to be aware of what beliefs we are having that are holding us back in our life. So the first belief, or sorry, the first question that we can ask is to help uncover these beliefs. Maybe you already have one in mind and and stick to that, but if you're not sure what beliefs are harming you, then we need to start revealing these thoughts and choose if they're helping us or not. So a question you can ask is, what do you believe about your life? And as you answer that question, what you believe about your life, you might notice some thoughts, which are your beliefs that aren't, aren't really helping your higher purpose, right? Another question you can ask to help uncover some beliefs is, what do you believe about yourself? What thoughts come up when you answer that question? What do you believe about yourself? Another one is, what are the lessons your parents taught you? What thoughts come up when you think about the lessons your parents taught you? And then also, what beliefs or thoughts come up when you ask yourself the question, what do you believe about your dreams coming true? So there's a lot of beliefs there that could be stopping you from living your higher purpose, right? And so as you recognize and uncover those beliefs, then you just want to work on one. Just pick one that you want to start working on. And decide what the new thought is that you want to believe instead. Sometimes this is where a coach can come in in really handy is is helping you brainstorm and come up with like new thoughts that feel best to you to start thinking instead. Then after you decide the new thought you want to believe, that's the second step. The third step is to uncover where you are with that new thought. So when you think the new thought, the new thing you want to start believing, how do you feel and why do you feel that way? This will help kind of help you see like where you are in that belief, meaning how much do you actually believe it and how much of you doesn't believe it. If you're feeling like really uncomfortable when you think that new thought, like that's okay. It's just good to be aware of that. Like I'm feeling uncomfortable because my brain's fighting against that new thought, right? And and just kind of uncover the whys for you and where you're at. And it's okay that you're not there yet to believing it. It's just not going to happen overnight for everything, right? And and that's why we're doing this work. So the third is to uncover that and also maybe ask like what your brain's arguments are against it. So this new thought that I want to believe, what are all the reasons my brain argues that I should not believe it? I want you to write those down. So let's go over the steps real quick that we've already done. First, you uncovered the belief that's holding you back. Second, you decided the new thought you want to believe. Now, third, you're uncovering what, like where you are with that new thought. So you're writing down all your brain's arguments for why you should not think that thought. Okay, and number four, Step number four is to defend the new thought. So now that you have this list of all your brain's arguments against that thought, now I want you to write down all your, the alternative thoughts 
to defend the new thought. So all those arguments, I want you to tell yourself why that isn't a good argument, what thoughts you want to have about each of those arguments. And then it could be very powerful to think of actions you could take to help you start believing that new thought and your new arguments for the new belief. Okay, so those are some, that's the four steps to help you kind of create this new belief. And then an activity that you can do to help reinforce this is I want you to go to your future self. Think of your future self and, and this future you believes this new thought, has proof and evidence that this new thought is, is true and, and serving your higher good so well. And I want you to, from this future self of believing this new belief and thought you want to believe, I want you to write a letter to your current self about why you believe this new thought and how it's helping you and and how it's so easy for you to believe that now. This would be really powerful for you to uncover and make progress towards this new thought. If this is resonating with you and you are wanting to do the work to believe the new things, to help you to create the life that you want and to help you live more true to your greater good, then I want to invite you to come on to a free coaching call with me. I have a new package that I want to tell you about where we can work together every week for the next three months for 25 minutes. So it's not going to take a lot of your time every week, but it's going to make powerful shifts in your mental health and in believing and thinking the way you want to, to create the life that you want, whether that's in your relationships, in your money, in your, in your beliefs about how you mother. And all these things are totally available to you. And I want to show you how it's possible through a free coaching call with me. We'll hop on a call for just 25 minutes and I'll show you how. I'll show you how you can create anything you want in your life. So head on over to jaquelltoll.com and you can sign up for a free session there with me. And if you don't know how to spell that, like on Instagram, just kind of look up Jaquel Toll Coaching and it will lead you to my website where you can do that. I'm so excited to talk to you and I hope you have an amazing week. I love you. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you later.